passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you are using and we are live. Live on youtube.com slash post wrestling. Hello, postmarks. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, friends. Friends. We are your NXT friends, and it's Tuesday night, so every Tuesday night we go live right after NXT goes off the air, and we're going to talk about it here today. All about it. That's right. So, who else would you want to hear discuss NXT wrestling every week? Absolutely no one. No. Exactly. No, you can't. Uh, so shout out everyone in the YouTube chat. Uh, you can watch the replay on the YouTubes as well if you're someone who likes to on do the that. YouTube's. Yeah, I love how people send us uh, like screenshots or pictures of them. Like maybe they're working from home or at work and they decide to watch us on the telly, and then they full screen it or cast yeah. it. And it's like great, but like man, like now I'm like concerned. Like what if I had like a boogie or something in my nose and you're watching me in full HD on yeah, the screen? Yeah, I, I feel I, like there've been times where we've like you know made an effort to dress up, and then there are times that I've been in my pajamas doing this show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We never wear pants when doing this. Show. <laughs> <laughs> you should hear behind the BDE. Yeah, <laughs> that's the real uh, no pants show. Yeah. Oh, and we're getting to those you know hotter months, hot you know, days. We? Oh. Yeah, and we try to close all our windows when we yeah. do this show. So, what, tell us, how do you put on like talcum powder without making just a mess? It just looks like you've just had a cocaine bear <laughs> run like through the TK apartment. Over, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time, some people say it's not good for your uh, your balls. Really? Yeah, Jesse from the Six was saying, "Guys, stop doing it." Are you are you being serious? I don't know. That's what he said. So he also says, "Don't eat Doritos because they kill orangutans." But does talcum powder kill? I hope to God not, because like this summer is going to be a scorcher. It already is in some states and some places. So it's starting to get nice here, isn't it? Yeah, it's getting really nice. But damn, uh, <laughs> you're looking up if talcum powder is. But I mean, it was bad for uh, baby faces in the oh, 80s yeah. and 90s because Mister Mister Fuji was throw- <laughs> between talcum powder and testicular cancer. What? Fuck. Oh man. So what can I use instead? Like flour, starch. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> really? Come on, come on, like, we need a Manscaped sponsorship here, don't we? Like, do they have ball, ball... I'm sure they've got ball the stuff. sweater? What yeah. is, what is... <laughs> I got ball deodorant from them once. Sorry, ladies out there. This is, <laughs> this is, uh, this is for the guys talking here that we're like, hey, man, sorry we're talking about, you know, but it's getting hot these days. Yeah. Yeah. We should, they should, what other options are there? And we should be sponsored by them. Absolutely. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but yeah, lads, let, let us know. What do you use in these hot months? Like we, we podcast for hours and ends in these, in these sweaty chairs. Yeah, it's exactly right. Uh, Hit us up, at Up next podcast, <laughs> I guess. Uh, so uh, we're going to talk about some NXT. We have uh, a lot of things going on here that we're going to jump into today. Recommend you going in your podcast app or on your YouTubes. Searching Poison Rana. We have a whole other feed where Davey and I do so many other podcasts. We took a break this past Sunday. It was Mother's Day, and I wanted to take my mom out for some tacos. So we took it off, uh, the week off, but we were, we were still planning and putting things together. Obviously, if you've been listening, we have the Forbidden Poor. Oh, yeah. June 25th at Real Sports, right outside Scotiabank Arena, before and after Forbidden Door. But we've also added a little bit of a, a, a what, a road stop? What do we call it in NXT? Pits? Roadblock? Roadblock here. We have double... Fast or, lane? Yeah it's, it? yeah, it's a fast lane to double or nothing. So any Toronto listeners or Toronto GTA area people, uh, we're going to be doing a little watch party at Gabby's. Yeah, we were uh, kind of waiting to see if the if the Leafs get knocked <laughs> out. <laughs> Good because one. we didn't want to put these tickets on, on sale uh, and promise an event and then, you know... The Leafs do well, and there's a clash, and then have to cancel or whatever. But the Leafs are out, so yeah. come and hang out on uh, what is it, Sunday twenty eighth at, at Gabby's. For yeah, nothing. here's some programming notes. So we are we are an NXT podcast, but we decided we we'd rather watch Double or Nothing. Uh, so we're going to be doing our Battleground the show the, the Monday after. Yeah. So so look for us. We'll be going live at some point some time during the day and. We'll be doing a battleground review on this post feed. But yeah, Toronto people come out for our double or nothing watch party. It's not going to be as crazy, as insane as our Mania one or our Forbidden Door one, but we're going to be watching it and hanging out and there'll always be fun times and, and stuff. So come for that. If you are in the area, it's like less than 10 bucks to come. And hey, if that's not your bag and you're waiting for that one weekend in June, well, hey, the tickets are flying. And I want to say thanks to all these people yeah, buying tickets. I'm blown away. These Holy. tickets have been on sale what? A week, two weeks, maybe. two weeks, yeah. and they are moving. So, uh, if you want to come and hang out, like I know a lot of people are going to Forbidden Door, uh, it's going to be so much fun. We're doing a, a pre-show like Q and A with John and Way. We'll be playing one of our our games. I mean, is I, I'm starting to think: Do we have to strip Fire Frank of his championship? Oh, did he have some Roman Reigns negotiation that I didn't know about with this title because he hasn't defended this in months. When was the last time he defended it? It was, was in New York? York. Yeah, he. To be fair, this dude beat like a lot of people, right? Yeah. He beat, he beat Cino or something like that. Yeah, Cino he beat his again. own buddy. Yeah, his own buddy. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, Davey, uh, I just finished signing a contract. Oh yeah. Yeah, he doesn't know it yet. Though. Okay. But you, you came to me saying, should we strip our champion? Yeah. Our champion is a fighting champion because he's in the chat right now telling us other uh, products to use instead of talcum powder. He says Fresh Balls is good, by okay. the way, so we're going to have to look at them. But Frank, that's balls. not going to save you. Frank has told me that he will be, in fact, at the Forbidden Pour okay. on June 25th. So, Davey, this is a great time 
to lay out a challenge there for anyone who's appearing or showing up at the Forbidden Poor pre-party. You may have an opportunity to face off against the reigning and defending BDE champion, Fire Frank. Mm. Some way, somehow, we will find some cha- some challenger or challengers for Frank that day. We've put him through the ringer before, and he still wins. We don't gimmick these things, and this guy still wins. I feel like if he still wins the pre-thing, it's we're going to have to make some spontaneous karaoke game for the championship <laughs> at the after party. Uh, he says we all, we, we, he'll defend his title if we defend our tag titles, which uh, we forgot that we had tag titles. But we are the, the reigning tag champions oh, as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Never forget. So, uh, yeah, Forbidden Poor is going to be crazy because we're also going to do a little bit of a game before John O'Way hit the stage. Because yep. we're going to do some fun stuff as we did in Newark and Frank is now showing up here. So we're going to have the, chal- the champions, the challengers. It's going to be a lot of fun. Going to have some wrestling-themed drinks, have some wrestling-themed food. And then, yes, after Forbidden Door, you can come right back to the party uh, where we'll be doing some karaoke, uh, some wrestling karaoke. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, uh, and then uh, me and some friends, shout out Big Tom, we've been looking for some fun, I don't know, prizes and giveaways for the event, and uh, we're cooking up with some fun things, and maybe in a few weeks I'll give some updates on some of the prizes we got going away for these things. But we just want to throw a party in our own city, and we're going to do that, and it's going to be amazing. So don't wait till it's too late. Uh, you can uh, get the uh, links to all of these, the Forbidden Poor, to our Double or Nothing watch party uh, at poisonrana.ca. Yeah, it's a link page to everything we do there, so go check it out. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to, to meet a lot of Me our too. listeners who are coming in for this big, big event. So can't wait to see you find people. And if you're not, well, you'll be there in spirit somehow, some way. We'll, we'll get audio recordings of the stuff going on again. But I booked my flights to Wembley. You did, this yes. Week. To, to Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> I booked my flights. Well, we did that, too. Pretty much, you did yeah. that. You did that. But now... We're trying to book another trip to Wembley. We're trying to see the weekend a few, like a week before Double or Nothing also at Wembley. So we're going to have a bit of a, a little bit of a fun vacation uh, by the end of this summer. Yeah, I'm going to so. show you all the spots. Yeah. You're going to take me to a carvery. Yeah, oh, of course. You're going to eat flake chocolate bars. I'm going to yeah. have what? Uh, co- prawn cocktail flavored chips. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll be all, I'll take you to Aldi. Sorry. So love. crisps are potato chips and yeah. chips are obviously chips are fries. fries. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah, all right. We'll I'm good. There. Can you take me to Corey Street? <laughs> to Coronation Street? Yeah, is that somewhere else? That's in Manchester. Oh, damn. Yeah, right. that, yeah. That, that neck of the woods. Right, further. okay. That's okay. Yeah, no, it's going to be good. But yeah, we want to uh, hopefully go and see uh, yeah, the weekend as well. We went to a concert last night. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. I feel... Uh, what's my age again? Because we saw Blink-182 last night. Uh, and, you know, sometimes I believe in good karma we, we we're nice guys we do nice things for nice people sometimes and uh yesterday blink 182 is in toronto and the prices for their tour uh, specifically in toronto were just crazy and uh, i just didn't really want to s- spend you know four hundred dollars a ticket three hundred dollars a ticket uh to go see them but it was bumming me out i was getting fomo so i manifested the night before like even if i buy the cheapest ticket to go see Blink, like 13-year-old Braden really needs this to happen. I've yeah. never seen them ever. The three of them back together, you know, uh, one guy surviving cancer, the other guy surviving aliens. They're coming back. To- Travis Barker surviving Kardashians. Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> they're all back together now, and they're playing the greatest hits. I'm like, I need to see this. So I bought, like, I, I tried all day buying, like, the cheapest tickets, and it was so hard. Finally got them, 
And I was posting in like Facebook ticket groups and stuff, always trying to avoid scammers. And as I'm, as I already got in, someone messaged me like, Hey, uh, I have these floor tickets. Would love to just give them to someone. And I said, Hey, it would make my girlfriend's night, meaning my night really, if you gave them to me. So he did. He's like, you know what? No one's buying. I said, Hey, try StubHub. He didn't get any bites. So he's just like, here you go. But I already scanned in. So I sent you the ticket and said, run, <laughs> run to the Scotiabank right now. We live and you work also work really close to the venue. So you booked it over. And then when I went to the floor seats, which I was like, this guy spent $800 on this pair. That's crazy. And he just gave them to me. So when I sat down, me, me and my girlfriend, I noticed a few seats over. It was an empty seat. The band came on, empty seat. So I said, Davey, just here's, I sent you the screenshot of my ticket. I said, come over to this section too. So we all sat or stood all night and jammed out to some Blink-182 and I believe in a thing called good karma. So I got to finally see them. So I, I'm a happy guy today. It was awesome. Had such a yeah. fun time. Yeah, I, I was looking at tickets all throughout the day and uh, they're not man, cheap. You're like going, oh, is that what I want to go for? And then you think, oh, that looks a good deal. And then yeah. you realize it's in US dollars. So it's actually like a million in Canadian. And it's yeah, it was like this guy said he showed me he's like, yo, I paid I paid like 800 plus. I'm like, that's insane. And this guy just gave him to me. And then we all got to see Blink really close floor seats. Yeah, it was great uh, fun. Had yeah, a great time. insane. So I feel, I feel He's old. Suffering a little today. Yeah, I was hungover. We then went to, to karaoke to after. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we, uh, we were. I was hungover today. But it was. It made me feel old again, but young again at the same time. So it was a very. It was very well worth it. So if you're, if you're they're, they're coming to your town, I think it was worth it. They actually were better than I thought they were going to be. I thought they were awesome. Yeah. I, I thought they were really great. I was I was kind of like, man, am I going to spend all this money and they're going to kind of like ruin how I think they sound? Nope, did not happen. No, they I blew thought that. they sounded awesome. Yeah, and like, they literally did they, all their greatest hit. They're like, we're not going to try to sell you on our new album. No. My, uh, my friend who lives in uh, Long Island messaged and she was like, oh, you saw them. Did they, did they do any of their new stuff? And I was like, no. <laughs> no. All of their hits. And she's like, good. Yeah, I'm going on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was so good. They even did uh, this one where it's like all like swearing and everything and crazy. Happy holidays, you bastards. Like a minute long. They did like some real deep cuts. And the best part, if you're a longtime fan, you know how they used to be like real cheeky and silly mm -hmm. and funny. They were doing all that shit. The guy was bras. How many bras were thrown at them? They were putting them on. They were walking on stage. Uh, Travis Barker had two broken fingers playing and, the set. And then he was flying in the air. Yeah. Yeah. That dude's insane. He's insane. That's a beast. I realized I've seen him twice now. You've seen Travis Barker before? He played at WrestleMania 31. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who did he play out? With uh, Skylar Grey. And, and, and MGK. David Guetta, oh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Sick. Wow. Look at you see Travis Barker. Yeah. He was very he impressive. Was awesome. Yeah, he's crazy. Flying in the air and playing drums with broken fingers. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we got to see Blink. We had a fun, fun time. Uh, I almost went as a backup plan. My friend was like, hey, if you can't go, I've got uh, two tickets to see Seal. <laughs> <laughs> and I went like, yeah, like. I'd see it for that one song, yeah. I guess. But Quick, name another know, Seal exactly. song other than Kiss from And then I said to my friend who I was meant to go and see Blink with, I was like, hey, backup plan. We could always go and see Seal. She's like, does he have more than one song? I was like, I, I don't think so. <laughs> that song will be good, though. Yeah. Baby. He must end with it, right? Start with it, end with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at that point. I, I don't know any other Seal songs. Whenever I think of Seal, I just think of that line in uh, Superbad. Where he's like, McLovin, who are you, Seal? <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. I think of Batman Forever when I think of Of course, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we're, we're on, uh, happy, happy times right now. Uh, this is a good time to, uh, uh, let us know that we do a lot of other podcasts, like I said, over on that Poisonrana feed, but we have a Patreon as well, uh, patreon.com slash Poisonrana. Uh, past few weeks, we've been putting out some great shows. Uh, obviously Backlash was in Puerto Rico, so we did the last time WWE did a show in Puerto Rico, the cursed Puerto Rico show, which was so much fun. So New, New Year's, Year's Revolution. Revolution 2005. Yeah. yeah. Elimination Chamber. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also did our Mario Brothers 1993 review a few weeks back as well. That's up on the Patreon. But uh, if you're an NXT fan and maybe you enjoy NXT, well, we do a show called Was Next, where we go back and look through like all old NXT. And we started back in the Full Sail era. And we've made it all the way to 2014. January 1st, 2014 on X episode. Yeah, so the last Was Next that we did, we teamed with our Was Next experts, Chris and... Uh, Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie, our, that gal, that girl. And we, uh, we looked at like the whole year of 2013 in NXT. And then the bonus match of William Regal versus Cesaro. So that was a sweet one. But now we're finally made it to 2014, and we're looking at the January four, January 1st, 2014, featuring a two out of three falls, Sami Zayn versus Leo Kruger, which uh, I watched today back, and there's a Koji clutch, which oddly nice. enough, there was one tonight Appears on NXT. Tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that show. Uh, it's really fun going back. We're now kind of building up to NXT Arrival. Uh, coming up, um, so yeah. yeah, it hasn't even been announced yet, but it's you know it's. I coming. know it, that's yeah. like around the mania. Time, yeah, so, exactly. Uh, before mania, so really looking forward to that. Um, we also did a best match ever, Keiji Muto with WH Park last week, which we've been having quite a bit of good feedback for. Yeah, hey, thanks everyone. We always love feedback for all the shows. I know you, you whether it's you lonely stoners at night listening to podcasts, you people driving, your morning commuters, whenever you use the podcast, that's people tell us they listen to on our their tractors. We love it. We love that too. And we all love all the feedback. And uh, yeah, having WH Park, uh, he came over in studio, in the BDE, in the flesh. Uh, he brought us some nice Oreo Ice creams bars. They were just really nice. Uh, WH Park knows his shit when it comes to pro wrestling, specifically Japanese pro wrestling. And we got to nerd out with WH, and it was a fun time. And we had a lot of laughs as well. So uh, we also link all the free matches, the Great Muda, Keiji Mudo matches as a part one and part two, now both up on our Patreon. So uh, for you wrestling nerds out there, this is the perfect show because it was a ton of fun. We review, rate, and look through the best of Mudo. And man, WH knows this stuff. Oh, it's yeah. just crazy. And finally, been doing uh, my succession. Oh, fuck reviews. off. <laughs> fuck off. I finally uh, am catching up. You're, you're close. You're close. I'm like a few episodes to be caught up completely. Nice. I, I binged through. I still haven't seen Sundays yet. So yeah. I had to be careful listening to Rewind of Raw yesterday because you know what Pollock's like. <laughs> Yeah, I can't listen. Yeah, yeah, I know. I can't. I can't even listen to him talk about Raw. I like, gotta skip ahead. And then I go, I don't even want to listen to Raw now because he's saying things. I was spoiled on a big thing on, on in season On the four. big episode three thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, I'm not mad about it. But no. I, I just love Greg. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Disgusting Brothers yeah. are really great. So I can't wait because you, you've thrown it out there. You've thrown it out that in the next few weeks, there's Double or Nothing and Battleground on the same night. But on the same night, it's also the finale, series finale of Succession. Look, if they don't uh, 
build up this um, AEW Double or Nothing card. I know what I'm throwing on at Gabby's. <laughs> Just switch it. Yeah. Put it on. Uh, yeah, it's been really fun to chat about this show. Been absolutely loving the latest season. I was joined by Benno from uh, the yes. Spotlight. Uh, shout out Grapple App. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. Pour one out. Pour one out. Um, can't wait. I, I can't wait. I, if they're out there, I, I got to hit them up soon because I can't wait to see those guys. We got to meet Benno in New York uh, with Steph, but I can't wait to, to meet some of the other guys over there. Obviously, we've had Bushby uh, from you know British wrestling experience, yep. but I know we're going to run into him as well. But the whole lot of those guys, I can't wait to meet those guys. Absolutely. Um, I'll be joined by Scrump this week to talk about episode eight. Wow. And I've got JP Hulavan from Grapple for next week. And then some very special guests for our series finale of Succession coming up. Uh, don't know when, as we said, clashes with Battleground and Double or Nothing. Mm. Uh, but in that week, uh, we'll be putting up a very special free finale episode of The Sesh. I could be wrong, but I think Scrump is uh, opening the Forbidden Poor. I think he's oh, yeah? taking a visit to nice. the Six. We're going to have him back at the BDE. Uh, so, yeah, lots of shows over there. The Sesh, if you're a Succession fan, that is the show for you. But we're, we're, it's coming close to the end of the series, mm. so it's getting crazy. And, yeah, it's a good show. I've been binging it, loving it so much. Uh, so, yeah, Patreon.com. It's only five bucks to become a friend, and you get access to everything we've done in that back catalog, guys. It's how we create our content and how we keep our lights on and keep our internet from not fucking up on us all the time. Has it been bad recently? No, no, because we've okay. been paying. I'm like scared now. Because we're paying. We're like, yo, we we this is we need this. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, I swear we'll talk about NXT, but we have not really. We didn't do a Poison Rana this week. And you know what? Uh, I do think it's pretty crazy with the whole Wembley stuff with AEW and like how big of a success that's like coming to. But then this 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 talk about you know don't miss AEW this week. There's going to be some big news, whether it's a a return announcement or something about CM Punk. This Collision show that might be happening. And sorry, uh, AEW. One billion dollar deal, maybe possibly. Maybe. That's crazy. I thought this was a T-shirt company. Yeah, like, this is this is crazy. That's huge stuff. If what that, if that is true? This deal with HBO Max, right? Yeah, or just Max now. Who Max? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, was it uh, a bill over four years? Or that's like the the rumor going around. Uh, great stuff. Like good for them. I think. Uh, we have been pretty low on AWTV, I think, recently. I think there's a lot going on um, that clearly you're watching TV. The focus is, like, not there. But I think from this summer, it's going to really turn around. I think you're going to see it with the Build Forbidden Door. That Wembley show is going to be huge. And, like, that's that's an event that could be, like, game-changing for them. And then if they've got that deal, this deal on top of it, it it's looking very good. For AEW, I think they've already proven themselves as like the biggest number two ever. Yeah, that <clears throat> that's where it's like all the old timers, you know, specifically like uh, Eric Bischoff, who's like, yeah, well, you'll never get ratings I got. You'll never even get ratings TNA got at this point. Like, I don't know, man. I work in TV. I don't. I know ratings matter still to a lot of people, but I'm uh, what am I? A millennial? I'm mm-hmm. born in '91. You think I've ever paid for cable? Yeah. No. I work in TV and I don't pay for cable. Don't tell my boss, but yeah, like, so rating, and you know how much fucking wrestling I watch? Yeah. <laughs> you know what does matter, though? When they sign a bill-dollar deals, when they make a seven-plus-million-dollar gate. Don't, didn't see Eric do that. No. So, 
there's apples and oranges, and oh, I'm looking at it different. It's a different, it's a different yeah. time. I look at it like this: that like they've already become like a big thing, whether people see it that way or not. It, it is now, like it really is. I really want to see them try with this. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I, I assume if it's this Max deal, that's what um, the Wembley show is going to be on. Yeah, it's going to be like streaming. Whether that means that they move to having more kind of sort of pay-per-view-like events yeah. uh, that go on the streaming service. They've been doing these house shows and things. Maybe keep their big four as pay-per-views, but doing, like, maybe six, seven different events throughout the year. Um, I'd also be interested to see where it lands in the UK, because Max, I don't believe, is in the UK. Oh, right. Uh, but they do have their deal with ITV. I think if they can get some big... ITV. Well, they're not going on TNT Sport? No, no. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That's, that is weird, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if they can get some major coverage in the UK on ITV, really promote it, you might have a bunch of people check out this show. Like, huge stadium show in Wembley for free on TV. Uh, and if you can put on a really quality product, you know, some really great hype videos for each match as well. So if it is someone's first introduction in wrestling, the first time... Maybe they've watched wrestling since fucking World of Sport days or WWE on the Channel 4, that kind of thing. You could really have the opportunity to change business, I think. Yeah, uh, make it more accessible because that's definitely something in today's world with streaming and apps and stuff like that. Like It should be more accessible and, and easy for people to you know watch and consume wherever they are but if it's if it's this show is going to be like the collision show is kind of at a weird time because i'm joking around i'm a millennial i don't watch cable i also don't watch tv on saturday nights mm. so it's like that's a tough one because they already that rampage was just on saturday night didn't do too well mm. obviously that was just this rampage but like wrestling fans will still watch but watching live is definitely going to be harder i think yeah. on a saturday unless you half the time it's like you promo something pretty big to lead into a game or uh, something like that. But yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy and, and like big numbers and, and big things kind of coming for this company that just keeps going. Cause in the world of TV, like live shows, live entertainment is what keeps things going and that's what they provide. And like, that's what people are clearly interested. That's and it's no off season, you know, it's, yeah. it's why WWE does so well. There's no off season. You're, you're striking a deal with them. That's, you know, well, now they're doing like four, five, six hours on, on TV a week, aren't they? In yeah. prime time. That's all year round. So, yeah. Yeah, good for them. But shall we move on to some NXT? I think so. Let's I think it's time. do it. NXT from May 16th, 2023, live from the Capital Wrestling Center. And we start off with a NXT Women's Championship Tournament quarterfinal match. It's Cora Jade taking on Fallon Henley and they both get sort of insert promos as they're making their entrance. Um, Cora calls herself the savior of the NXT women's division. And she says her side plate should already be on the title belt. Uh, she is the best of the best and Fallon Henley doesn't match that. This is the generation of Jade. Uh, Fallon calls herself the top shelf of NXT and says that Cora has got to get her head out of her ass and she has one grit, more grit in her little finger than Cora Jade does. And that's why she's going to the semifinals. I did like the bartender using the term top shelf. Top shelf, yeah. yeah. I, see, I see what you did there. I like that. It was good, yeah. 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 
Um, there's a nice exchange starting this match. A uh, bunch of like arm drags back and forth. Uh, Fallon hits her her like baseball slide punch, a la Briggs and Jensen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Cora Jade hits the the high knee in the corner, very CM Punk esque. We've been mentioning she's been doing a lot of CM Punk things, like calling herself the savior in this program. Right, and yeah. Things, and starting to use a bit of his uh, moveset as well. Um, and then Cora starts to target the knee of Fallon Henley. Um, Cora ties Fallon in the ropes and delivers this big drop kick to the chest. Uh, and then Cora locks in the dragon sleeper. Uh, Fallon comes back hitting a shining wizard and Cora gets dumped to the outside. Uh, Fallon wants to win this match in the ring. So she drags Cora back into the ring. But as Fallon's climbing through the ropes, she gets chop blocked, injuring that knee further and Cora delivers the double underhook DDT to pick up the win and advance to the semifinals. The generation of Jade mm. continues. Yeah, uh, pretty good match. I I think I've not too been too high on Cora Jade the past little while. To me, it is just like cosplaying as CM Punk a bit. You're, what what uh, what really are you ever saying or doing? And just the character isn't working for me, and the wrestling really hasn't been hitting for me. Uh, I would say, though, Fallon Henley is someone before WWE kind of being impressive and then coming here and kind of just being a manager role for a mm. bit, finally getting a shine with the tag team thing. But she hold, held, held her own here, and I wasn't expecting Fallon to go through. But in a weird way, I'm like, oh, man, I kind of see you as putting on better matches. You'd like to see her progress, yeah. I think, because I, I think whenever she's in the ring, she looks really just solid and competent, and uh, I enjoy her. I think she's got a real likability about her. I, I thought this was one of Cora's better matches in recent months mm-hmm. that I can remember. I'm completely with you. She she Ever since the heel turn, she just hasn't felt authentic as it. It's Whereas Bron, like, right away, he's he's had this change and it just works. It, maybe like, he can teach her a few it, things. It, maybe. It fits him so well. Whereas Cora, just, it, it feels like she's really trying hard and it feels like she's playing a character rather than being. And I, I thought she actually... Um, came across way better when she was a baby face so maybe it's at sometimes she'll switch back and but yeah it's not quite working yeah she also just looks like dresses like a hot topic employee and it like doesn't necessarily scream like i would be scared of you yeah not like any wrestler why would they be scared of this person (laughs) she carries a bat to try to be scary but i mean yeah uh I, i still see her progressing and i probably see it's probably cora versus I think you know, I think Cora Roxanne in the final the makes final, the most sense. As we yeah. get to some more later on, but I still think Cora Jade has a place down the line. But she's super young as well, so she like is. there's still time to to get better and everything. But yeah, also, but I also like Fallon. Yeah, top shelf. Uh, so that means we're getting Cora Jade versus Lyra Valkyria next week uh, in the semifinal. Fi- you get that match finally. Like it's like <laughs> buses. You wait for ages for a match, and then it's because they just had this last week. Yeah, or two weeks. Yeah, now, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> you just really wanted that match, and now you're getting it again. Yeah, CM Punk versus the Bird. Bird, lady. Oh right, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, we go to the women's locker room, and Kiana uh, says to like Thea Hale is there, and she's all acting up, and Kiana tells her that it's different watching a match uh, from as a fan and watching as a superstar. She's kind of saying, like, I'm a superstar here and you're just a fan, as they're kind of watching this Cora Jade and Kiana match. Uh, Kiana then calls her a pathetic child, and Thea Hell says that she should have been in the tournament, 
and she wants a match with Kiana. And James says, well, don't you have to ask permission from your university for that? So she asks Duke, who's in the corner wearing glasses, marking papers. Right. And he's like, yeah, sure, you can, whatever. And uh, Thea says she's going to beat her ass tonight. So yeah. they're having a match. So, so signed off. set up later tonight. No Andre Chase again this week. Yeah, where, hashtag where's Andre? I mean, Bron kind of beat him up pretty bad, didn't he? Yeah, but he also put Mello in the hospital. So. Yeah, they're cut differently, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, maybe he's like out scouting other universe. Is it like, you know, university's over for a lot of people now. Yeah. May, right? So like, Vacation. Um, yeah, I don't know. Whereas, as long as he's just not showing up on darker, I guess that's not going to happen. Yeah, but ROH. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think he's still in WWE. I but hope like, so, it's yeah. been a while since the, we've we, had to we do need that. A pay- we can't just have now Duke Hudson just yeah. runs the uni. I mean, he took over the guy that they just clearly. Are re- he's doing a better job though. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I like. Duke. People think there might be ulterior motives here, but where's Andre? Where's hashtag? Where's Andre? Hashtag? Where's Peter Andre? Yeah. Oh, good, good stuff. <laughs> We go to Tyler Bate and Wesley, who are meditating. <laughs> yeah, sure they are. Yeah, yeah. I was meditating be- wh- before uh, I watched NXT tonight, too. When the Dyad attacks them, slams them against the lockers, and Gacy gets in their face because uh, he, he wants the NXT North American title. Yeah. Um, so that sets up something a bit later on because Wes and Tyler were meant to be uh, teaming together tonight, but now, now they're, they're out. Yeah, so Gacy is showing a bit more aggression. Obviously, they're with Ava, who for the past few weeks is like, hey, but do this for you. Do something for yourself. So he's finally doing that. And they were meant to face uh, Dempsey and Gulak tonight. So now the match is off. Uh, We see a fancy car pull up, and it's the NXT champion, Carmelo Hayes, with Trick Williams. Uh, Booker T saying that they would certainly pass the airport test. And uh, (laughs) they're coming to the ring as we see... Gulak and Dempsey kind of in the corridor backstage being told by a referee that their match isn't going ahead and uh, Trick and Mello just storm past them and make their entrance. And we got a replay from last week of the spear from Braun in midair. Yeah. And they actually showed it in like three different angles here. Looked great. Yeah. The like the flying clothesline countered into the spear yeah. is a clip they should use for uh, they'll use along for a long time. Uh, Carmelo gets on the mic and says, last week, my friend defended my honor. And last week, you wanted to send me a message, Bron. Well, message received. And everyone's saying that this isn't the same Bron Breaker, but this isn't the same Carmelo Hayes. And at Battleground, we're in my yard. And when in my, when in my yard, we don't bite. Sorry, we don't bark, we bite. <laughs> and then Trick says, so come on out, big bad booty Bron." <laughs> yeah, uh, f- pretty funny line to call him that because uh, obviously big bad booty daddy and all that. But uh, I, l- I like Trick and Mello when they, they run their mouth. I feel like a lot of theirs is not more they're allowed to kind of uh, what, improvise a bit. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to Mello on... Um, on Corey Graves' podcast last week, which right. was quite interesting. Okay. He was saying about how he goes back and forth with Shawn Michaels quite a lot because he's saying, like, obviously there's there's stuff that he tries to be quite current with stuff he uses in his promos and things where, obviously, Shawn Michaels is like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that, that means. Exactly. And he's saying he's he's had quite a few where it's like, Shawn's like, okay, but 
ultimately are you are you saying this to like further something or are you saying it to just like pop yourself right and it's like so that's why he's like i'm trying to get a good balance with what i'm fair saying fair enough yeah but i think he uh he's always entertaining in his promos but i like it here where he just turns it up a bit more serious uh even tricks intensity even though he's coming out with his silly lines like big bad boot, booty bron uh, I think they upped the intensity quite nicely. I, and I think this match is looking in way better shape than it was at Stand and Deliver. Yeah. And, well, Bron doesn't come out, but Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak come out and uh, they say that you uh, you interrupted us. You were disrespecting us. Were you meant to have a match? You walked right by us. And you walked right by us. You didn't even look at us. And uh, you treated us like nothing just when we found out our match is cancelled. And this is when the crowd starts to chant, directed at Dempsey, Willy Wonka. And it's like, oh, yeah, he it, does yeah, look like it Gene me, Wilder. It well, hold on. It took me a second because I'm like, what are they chanting? I asked you. I'm like, what are they chanting? Willy Wonka. Oh, Willy Wonka. And then we're like, okay, yeah, he kind of looks like Gene Wilder. Then I'm like, well, wait a second. He kind of looks like Timothy Chalamet. Shamalama Ding Dong. He does look a bit like... Who is the new Willy yeah. Wonka in the origin movie that the trailer's dropping soon. He's got this. that Gene Wilder hair though yeah. as well. And then wearing the purple trunks. Frankenstein. It's, this was... I don't know who started this chant, but I, a whole I place. haven't thought it at all until they did it. And you, We're going to hear it for This weeks, was though. one of those scenes where like it just got funny yeah. because you could see everyone trying to battle. It was like the, the Usi yeah. thing. Uh, Mello is like just outwardly laughing here and they start improvising here because they're they're calling him Willy Wonka now they call him Willy Wonka and Trick calls him Charlie in the Chocolate Factory Um, (laughs) you lose and I'm pretty sure like Dempsey and Gulak did quite well to like try and keep it but you could see they were sort of smirking (laughs) a little and they all start to brawl and Mello catches Gulak with a big boot to the face and well this is going to set up a match later in the evening but quite a fun segment to watch I thought yeah, uh, Regal Jr., Charlie Dempsey's got something that he, he's got to get like Wonka Bar inspired gear, purple gear next week or something like that. That's it's like this could be death though. Like, oh, yeah. In a previous era yeah. of WWE, it's Don't like, wear the fucking hat. Now, man. this is a very gimmick. Like, is this guy, we're going to have big daddies next to the fucking chocolate factory? He's going <laughs> to, his entrance is going to, he's going to walk out with the cane limping and then all of a sudden. Do a forward roll and get back on his feet. You're going to have Nathan Fraser on Hard Hitting Truths revealing about the slave labor from the short people working at Charlie Dempsey's Chocolate Factory. Did you hear in the new movie that Hugh Grant's the Oompa Loompa? Yeah. (laughs) Hugh Grant is having a weird, like, renaissance right now. Yeah, that's wild. uh, A friend of mine yesterday was like, oh, I just threw on that Dungeons and Dragons movie. And, like, just... What is Hugh Grant doing yeah. these days? A few people told me to watch that movie. I've heard it's quite yeah. fun. Uh, I loved how it was marketed as the greatest film of all time. <laughs> no. The trailer was like, critics are saying it's the greatest film ever made. I don't know about that. I don't know about <laughs> I was that. Like, I'm pretty sure you're lying. Willy Wonka <laughs> might be one of them. Really, which, you know, cheap plug for our Patreon again, but a few oh, years ago, it. we reviewed it. We review. What's the actual name of this movie? Uh, the film is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The, yeah, you're right. And the book is Charlie and the Chocolate Yeah, the movie turned like 40, 50. It was some crazy anniversary, yeah. 60 maybe, and we, we did a oh, review we of it. we should re-release it for, for the new film. Yeah, when he eventually leans when into this Timothy Willy... 
Uh, not Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Dempsey. When yeah, when, <laughs> when Charlie Dempsey's uh, movie comes out, we'll yeah. we'll put that up on cool. this feed. But yeah, that that movie, uh, that's a classic. Like, yeah, the, the soundtrack. Come with me. So, I don't know if anyone should be concerned here, but Dijak's kidnapped uh, Ilya Dragunov. It seems. Yeah. Oh man, this is. I can't wait to talk about this. So this is the first part of this. This is the right? first part. Was there just two? There were three. There was three. Tonight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So we see Dijak in his like spooky justice office. Yeah, in his like boss man office with clocks and audio like, dark, voice recorders, like, dim blue lighting, Batman neo noir type shit. Sunglasses inside. Yeah. Um, Liz for New Year. Uh, <laughs> we see uh, uh, Ilya wearing his like tight black. He's not in a turtleneck. He's in like a tight like. I almost didn't recognize here. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and. He says to Dijak, you've been trying to break me, but I am invincible and unbreakable. And pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And Dijak says, there isn't a man alive I can't break. And Di- uh, Dragonoff just goes, well, I'd like to see you try. Which then sets up... Uh, a challenge for the next next two segments where Dijak is going to torture torture Dragonoff, who's willingly going to be tortured by yeah. Dijak. More to come. More to come. I think we'll save thoughts till later. But Good yeah, idea. That that happened on NXT tonight. It was like I was watching like a cop sh- a dark cop show, <laughs> some dark shit. Like <laughs> we're gonna get someone else in this. Uh, show gets arrested later and it's not dying chat yeah it should be <laughs> torturing this guy i mean it's consent yeah which we'll get into True, later yeah. okay. okay um so last night we get from was this nxt anonymous uh we see that danny palmer was attacked by a mysterious figure at nxt sebring sebring is that what it's called sebring sebring Oh, is this a place in Florida? Coconut Loop yeah, 2023. Exactly. Uh, but the, yeah, women's roster being picked off one by one. Oh, no. So we think it's Stevie Turner. Mm. But a few other people think it could be. I still think it makes the most sense. I know there was people saying that it was her who did attack her. I don't know. but Well, uh, did you see John Ceno's theory? He thinks Mandy Rose is coming back. There's been some whispers of Mandy may be coming back. And he says she comes back and reunites Gigi and JC after their match, and they go to Raw. So it's a weird thing to suggest. I don't know if that's going to happen. Mandy looks like she's enjoying her time off. Yeah. Mandy. Mandy looks like she's just living her best life with her. Man- what's her? What, what's her fan page thing? Like, not she's not only fans, but it's like fan. No, page. she made it quite clear, didn't she? She's yeah. like, actually, it's like fan zone or something. Yeah, I do a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> she, I do a lot more better shit. <laughs> she's like rich as fuck. I don't think she needs to do anything revolving around. So bless her. She what a genius. She doesn't even ever take. She a- gets offered. You know. I don't know if that's the. You think Mandy Rose has been taking out. NXT rookies? <laughs> Maybe. I do, like, I I don't dislike the idea of when they move up, putting Gigi and JC back together. Yeah. So I think it would help both of them. You know, I I don't think it's, if, like, I don't think it's, no, Mandy Rose won't ever come back. I don't think she's just not coming back right now. Yeah. I do think she'll come back to WWE. So, Stevie Turner is your pick. Yeah. Uh, let's see what the chat room think. All right. Stevie's hacked it. Uh, isn't that her gimmick? I don't know. 
Tino Sabatelli. That's right. That's the guy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I um, someone someone uh, someone someone uh, messaged me and said that no, it's it's not Mandy Rose. And I was like, all right, cool. But I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be that. I I could see Stevie Turner. We were also thinking Blair Davenport. She hasn't been oh, around yeah, that's true. for a while. There's a few other people that have been signed that you know whatever. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Could also be someone coming back down. Zoe Stark's just still mad. She's just like, ah, I used to attack people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll just never know, like Hideo Itami. Yeah. We'll just never maybe know. Maybe this was the person. Yeah. <laughs> it's the big reveal. And I attacked Hideo. Such a shame. Yeah. Kevin Owens. Such a shame. Yeah. We go forward to a tag match. The Dyad taking on the Creed brothers. And I'm going to say right at the top, <coughs> watch this match. This was pretty awesome. Um... I thought Dyad looked pretty cool with their entrance tonight. They're glowing the dark masks, and I don't know, that song just, just hits, doesn't it? It is a good song. And these guys have, like, I think now with the interest of these guys kind of being publicly like, hey, we want out, mm. now all of a sudden they get booked in on TV. Yeah. So something's happened where maybe they're being listened to. Like, hey, why don't we prove that we can uh, wrestle and belong to be here? Maybe we don't, you know. And... Maybe it's a narrative I'm putting on it, but I felt they were wrestling with a chip on their shoulder tonight because I, I thought this match was great. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Diamond Mine have been the team in NXT for a while. We figured they'd be pulled up. They weren't. You'd think they have a bit of a chip on their mm. shoulder as well. And yeah, uh, Jake Hager. Well, sorry, what's these guys' names? Julius Jake. Creed and Brutus. No, no, no. Oh, Rip Jagger and Jack. Swe- Swagger. Why did I, yeah, why did I say that? <laughs> yeah. Rip, Rip Fowler, Fowler and Jagger Reed. Yeah. They look different. They had different gear, specifically James Drake. Fowler. Yeah, he was in Long Boys now. Yeah, he looked he good. Uh, but the wrestling was there. So I don't know if this is like going to lead into them. Maybe this is we're going to wrestle and then leave. Or we're going to wrestle to prove that we're actually yeah. better here. So uh, Brutus wearing his gorilla gear today. Yeah, the gray gorilla. Yeah. Uh, Julius uh, is in there with uh, Rip Fowler, who's doing the... like. Uh, Greco-Roman knuckle-lock, like, pressing his uh, shoulders to the mat. But Julius, just being this freak athlete, yeah. keeps on kipping up out of them. Uh, there's a suplex from uh, from Rip, uh, and Julius hip- kips up again, and then follows up by a big drop kick. Julius just is an absolute freak of nature, just so athletic. Um, and then Julius dives out of the ring to tag in Brutus, who comes in, and hits this huge delayed uh, suplex to uh, James Drake to Jagger Reed. Yeah. And then does the delayed suplex, goes over and tags in Brutus. While, sorry, still, Julius, while still holding him. While still holding him. Passes off to Ju- Julius, who then tags in and passes back to Brutus. And then We're running a train on this guy. Yeah, who, there's been a tag team recently that, that did, did that thing. move, right? Where they tag in and out. Is it Jericho and Sammy? Did they do it? Yeah, we we were watching this and we couldn't we couldn't remember what team has been recently doing the, the holding the tagging back and forth, but it was pretty cool. But look great, and I always think it almost looks more impressive when you see them starting to like fall down. We see this with like Bandidos suplex, where you think they're not going to be able. Yeah. to... And then they hoist them yeah, back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, that's the, like, you got to be super strong to do a lot of these things. Yeah. And, and the Creed's 
it gets you into it even more. Like, oh, can he do it? Like, anyone can get into that, right? Watching that. So they do this first to uh, Jagger and then do it to Rip. And they it's like they hold Rip Fowler up for even longer yeah. here. Uh, Jagger then applies a Koji clutch. Oh, I marked out. Julius. Yeah, absolutely. This guy knew how to get uh, some wrestling fans back on his side. The the classic, uh, like what the complete shot into the Koji mm. clutch. I, I mentioned we reviewed an old NXT coming out this weekend. Sammy used to use it as a finisher. Some people use this as a finisher. Uh, great wrestling move. I still to this day don't understand how they get it locked in, <laughs> but it is a finisher to me, but I loved it. So Julius is fading, but then powers up and deadlift power bombs oh. Jaggery to break the hold. Wow, incredible spot. Uh, Julius then dives to tag in Brutus, who is in his Hulk smash mode. Uh, there's German suplex to Brutus, who flips out of it to land on his feet, and now just starts smashing down with his clubbing blows onto Rip Fowler. How do you, how do you not potato someone doing Like It looks like the Hulk, right? It looks right? so silly, but it's great as well. Yeah, it, it's, a bit, it's a bit hokey, but it's a spot that works. A lot of his spots are yeah. like believable. If he did this to someone... He does all the... like. Walking around on the mat on his yeah. knuckles like no, I a love it. as well. It's Anderson Silva to me, so he's, yeah, he's lit. Brutus then delivers, this was shell shock, right? Ryback's old move. Yeah. Marching around the ring. <laughs> yeah. Where is Ryback? Oh, uh, he's on the floor. He's on the floor. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, again. Um, but yeah, that spot looked great. And then Brutus goes for like the, uh, like the chaos theory. Is it that what they called it? The, chaos theory. The, what, what, uh, Chad Gable does the roll through suplex thing. Yeah. And then catches Rip as he's doing this to Jagger into a Northern Light suplex as well. So doing the whole double suplex yeah. thing. Multiple people suplexing different people at the same time. There's a pounce to read. And now Rip and Brutus are trading clotheslines and commentaries like, oh, I don't know if you want to go blow for blow with uh, Brutus here. But Rip Fowler really giving it his own as well. Uh, Julius comes in with this huge clotheslines goes for a power bomb to uh to jagger here who turns it into a ddt and then ava on the outside tries to attack ivy but ivy catches her in the dragon sleeper and brutus comes off the apron with the brutus bomb or what is it the brutus ball brutus ball to uh fowler and then allowing julius to hit the uh huge like the rolling dvd followed by that huge lariat for the win this was an awesome match, and the crowd like were really la- like this NXT crowd are always very supportive, but they were then some with this like a lot of them standing up at the end of this match, and I I thought this was one of the best NXT matches we've seen for a long time. Yeah, NXT has that like one match once in a while that is like worthy of a pay per view. Really, mm-hmm. like a a lot of the times NXT lately has been one match that you know will crack, and this was it for this one. Uh, NXT's just been on a run of having a match that you should check out, and this is definitely one of them. But all four just go in here. Really, it's the vets, the grizzled young vets yeah. who do have a chip on their shoulder because they're still in a It in really felt like they were wrestling like yeah. that because I thought they, I think this was their best match for a long time. Yeah. And even though they lost, I thought this was a match where I, I, they seemed like if they won, I'd buy it as well. Yeah. Like I thought, and the Creeds are just so entertaining to watch they have such a fun style just both of them julius with his crazy cesaro like strength and brutus just with these yeah the, the hulk gimmick just works for him yeah uh yeah it, like he just turns into the hulk and start clubbing 
uh, I thought this was such a fun match, and I we say it every week, but I see huge things for the Creeds, especially Julius. Julius, Julius is awesome. Uh, shoes off for Gibson still. Don't know which one's which. I keep forgetting, but they're looking more like people. Maybe the dyad thing will actually end up working. Sorry, the the schism thing will end up working, but like if it's be- they're getting TV time now, when maybe they they spoke up and said we want out, we're done here. It's like, well, wait, what's the problem? Well, we just want to wrestle. Okay, we'll make. Maybe you wrestle more. Maybe yeah. featured more. Like, I guess that helped them in and, a way. I, I mean, don't know. we saw, like, I always think back to that um, Brody Lee interview when he left WWE and had the chat with Jericho, where that was what he was saying. He was like, I, I just want to wrestle. I don't care if it's house shows. I don't care. Like, I just sent me to NXT and Triple H apparently pitched, like, how about, do you want to go to Japan? Like, we can make that work. And I think Vince, like, vetoed it or whatever. But maybe now with Triple H more in control with that sort of thing that is a conversation they can have look we just we hate these gimmicks and we want to wrestle okay well how about we just put you in some bangers every week and yeah eventually like I'd like to see these guys move up and back to the way they were before whatever yeah (laughs) just like I I think it would be good for them to have a crack on the main roster because they they kind of do deserve it and at least give it a shot before they move on elsewhere. They're really good. Uh, I've always liked them. I've always liked Gibson since I've seen him and always liked them since being the tag team. They really worked together. They had scarves. They were funny. They yeah. were they were good wrestlers. Will these names get over on the main roster? I'm not sure, but I guess that doesn't matter. I, I really love this match and it does prove like these guys with the whole, hey, contracts and stuff, hey, we want out, like, it shows they actually are really good. So uh, they they won't be on the Wembley card, but no. maybe they'll be uh, champions in NXT. In Money next. in the bank. Like, they lost here, but really we're like, oh, wait a second, hold on. Can we let them cook a bit yeah. now? Hold on, wait a second. So uh, I do want to see more of them. And, and, and you know what? All the flowers to those two guys. Mm. They've been literally put through the ringer and through the shit here. And they're still here right now. so Because they kind of have to be, I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> but still, they, they delivered tonight. <laughs> I just remembered at uh, Blink-182 yesterday. Because yeah. you're like, well, they have to be there. They said at the end, it's like, we're going to do our last song of the night. But it's not really our last song of the night. We're going to pretend like it's the last song of the night. And then we're going to do three more three songs. More. And you know why? Because we're contractually obligated yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> And then they... Then it's they pretty did. funny. Yeah. Um, I also like how they started off by being like, hey, everyone in the in the suites, in the boxes, like, <laughs> shout you out. Yeah. Now everyone else. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were uh, great. Uh, they also uh, were talking about... They were mentioning... They were talking about aliens, and they were talking about their peepees. Yeah. It was good times. Good times. <laughs> we see Tony and Stax at, at dinner. Oh, you want to talk about some good times? Oh, yeah. This is crazy, folks. So they're going to have some nice Italian food. Yeah, they're at Fresca. Okay, here, yeah. The restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, their place. That's yeah. their spot. I forget this part of the Monopoly board. And Stax says, sorry, boss. Is he, right, right, right as the meeting starts, yeah. his phone rings. i got to take this phone call. i got to sort out these things from the docks. <laughs> You know how it is, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah Stax." And then it, it zooms in on Tony as Stax goes to take the business call. Like, "Oh, what are you talking?" And Tony just goes, "That's my boy." That's my boy. <laughs> as these two faceless men come in, we we never see their face. You can't but, see their face, but it's the police. And would the, you look at that? It's the police. They say we're here to take you away for criminal acts, <laughs> and he's just about to have his pasta, and he's like, "Oh, what the fuck?" So. 
They take him away for questioning, and, well, Stax comes back, and he doesn't know where he's gone. And this waitress is like, yeah, uh... The, 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 these, yeah, the, the men just came <laughs> the and took him, took just... him downtown. I guess downtown Orlando. So, yeah. The feds finally got Tony so, D. Yeah, word of advice, guys. Um, if you're gonna, if you're a criminal, don't yeah. do it on TV. Don't do, don't do it in front of the cameras every I know week. Not many people are watching, but people are watching. Like, yo, who snitched? I don't know. Everyone, <laughs> it's on TV. <laughs> He's not the best criminal. So, what exactly? Which crime is it? How many charges are up against Tony D here? I, I, I would imagine. He took it like, look. He, we knew he was he was kidnapping people, putting people in trunks, beating people up with pipes. I don't know. We never knew what he did to Lash Legends TV producer. Remember, he's been oh, doing yeah, this yeah. shit for a while, but pretty deadly, of course. But now he's literally tried to murder someone. I think that may be the yes boy. I think that's it. I think pretty deadly are like, no, this guy tried to kill us. Yeah. So we're got a restraining order. That's yeah. why we went to Raw. Yeah, you'll never be on the main down. roster now because um, <laughs> we have a restraining order. But also the timing of this phone call. Yeah, like, yeah. Stax leaves the room and then yeah, at, just as he leaves. Yeah, I've seen too many like, mob Stax movies. Stax has to make a play to be the Don at some point, No. Stacks just being like, oh, sorry, I got to make this call. And then, yeah. then the guys show up. I think Stacks set him up. I th- I think so. I think maybe. Wow. Yeah. It's good stuff. You know what I want to see? It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it actually is riveting. Yeah, it's like The Departed. It's great. <laughs> you know what? Cinema. <laughs> so I think they need to uh, make it clearer what Dijak is. And I think he should be like, like the prison warden at like a... <laughs> That's, I mean, that's okay. where that's where Ilya was today. It looked like, it yeah, looked like yeah. prison. Okay. But we need those scenes of him like walking down the cells, like with a with a nightstick, you know, banging the bars. <laughs> we see Tony D in one cell. We, we see he had a prison cell match already, right? Like, yeah. What the hell? We see Dragonoff tied up in another cell. Oh, Who God. are what other criminals have we had in NXT? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you really want NXT me to answer UK's that? Closed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a few that come to my mind, but that I'm not going to say. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, I've talked about women of wrestling. Wow. Mm. I mentioned a few weeks back the my favorite, the mom-daughter truckers, the mother truckers got arrested. So yeah. they cut to them. In, they had a segment in jail. It was so good. You are, If you love this type of shit in yeah. your wrestling, wow is great for it. So... Yeah, uh, I I think we have to see Tony next week. Tony's behind the the glass, and Stax comes in to talk to him, right? Yeah, I, we could have like I, I'm thinking a you know an interview scene where the cops are interviewing him un, under arrest. We can have absolutely the the like the visiting hour or whatever. Yeah, because that's when you'd have Stax be like. It was me. And He's he going to give the him a cake down. with a file in there or whatever to try and escape. You know, Here's some cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> Sell them. <laughs> I'm excited. This is great. The feds got Tony D. Tony needs to make some friends in prison. Oh, oh is this, no. Is this, no, but surely this opens the door now for him to... He's, he needs to lawyer up, doesn't he? Oh, right. Christofino, whatever that guy yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Guess, yeah. Something like that. Uh, he can't get Mark Sterling, so... Wow. Uh, yeah, I think... It's all coming together in this show. I think so. This is all coming together. This is great. Tony D... Look, Tony D, he's going to get out. He's got to... Maybe, you know, he'll he'll get out and be at back. Battleground? 
Battleground is when, what, when he gets out of prison? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. In Boston. Oh, it's in Boston. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) It could be he's being transported to a a high maximum security prison. And, you know, Michael Myers is it. He breaks out. And the van happens to be in Boston. Like, what if, what if, like, Stax gets added to, like, a match and Tony mm. isn't? It, that would be the motive for Stax to, like, yeah. th- discard Tony. I don't know. We're getting too into this, but we would love your takes, anyone out there. Absolutely. We love this shit. We love there wasn't enough Brooks and Jensen this week. So. Yeah, so we settled with the mob we move and the cops arresting Tony yeah. D'Angelo. Good shit. The Creeds uh, come back to the ringside and go to the announce table and grab Vic Joseph's headset. They shouldn't... <laughs> They should have done this before the ridiculous mob boss got arrested. But well, like, like right after the match? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they say, well, no, actually, no, it needed to be. Because the whole thing is Tony and Stax have been a team going for Oh, us. right, And right. Julius says, well, now Tony is away. Oh, right. And okay. there are no other tag teams. We're calling you out. Gallus, you versus us at Battleground. What do you say? Right. Uh, I thought Julius sounded great here. They're sometimes a little wooden. The creeds with their acting and stuff, but I thought this was one of the times he sounded better, and I I love the, the grabbing the headset gimmick. It, yeah, yeah, it's always pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So Gallus and Creeds at uh, Battleground, which you know what Gallus have kind of turned my head a little more recently, and Creeds have been killing it. So I think this could be a a good match. Yeah, I, I do too. We get a commercial for Sand Mountain. <laughs> Our uh, new favorite show. Our new favorite show, Stone Cold Takes America. Yeah, Sino <laughs> was telling us about it the other week or so, and it's become our. We we go out, we come home late, and we're like, I don't know, burn a one, and we're like, what should we watch? There's no new Botchamania. Okay, let's put on. I Stone haven't Cold. seen a complete episode. No, yet. I me just neither. see scenes, and I fall asleep, and I wake up, and then he's learning how to flare. Bartender, Flair then bartender. I, he's with some old women, and he's—he's he's, this week he's, he's marrying TV's people. In yeah. Sand Mountain. Yeah, I'd never heard of Sand Mountain in my <laughs> life, but this guy says it like thirty times in that episode. So now all I get you to do is say Sand Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> that show is great. Yeah, highly recommend it. I do want to see the uh, the new episodes of the Hidden Treasures as well because they yeah. they showed someone has the Bret Hart nine. Survivor Series 97 glasses mm. and like outfits from that. It's like, that's crazy. I quite enjoyed the, the first season, actually. They replaced Top Dollar with Lita? Oh, okay. Right. Damn. I mean, he's wrestling now. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this post wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, Their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister and putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. We go to the Noam Dar Supernova 11 sessions. Uh, Noam dressed all in Burberry. Very nice. Someone might take exception to that, maybe. He wasn't wearing the The scarf. The scarf, though. Uh, He says, they're live from the moon, live in the USA, and I'm your sensei and longest reigning Heritage Cup champion, uh, and I'm the creme de la creme of NXT talk shows. It's become an international phenomenon, and my first guess is a supreme athlete, with his eyes set on my cup, 
but he isn't going to get it. And uh, this is where Dragon Lee comes out, who's his guest. And uh, Noam makes fun of him, says, oh, I forgot you don't speak English. So picks up a Spanish Made Easy Volume 1 book and starts reading in like broken Spanish. And Dragon Lee says, I speak English. And some people would say better than you. Oh. And uh, says uh, that you that uh, Noam Dar doesn't give his people respect. And he talks about heritage. Well, I'm second generation. I come from a family of wrestlers. And uh, Noam just shuts him down and says, we're not here to talk about your dad. <laughs> and he says, I know you're a bona fide celebrity in Mexico, but here is a little different. And... And then uh, he goes, uh, sorry, Dragon Lee says, I want, I have the same passion and spirit that this NXT universe does. And so I, I felt like he was comparing, yeah, he was kind of comparing the un- the universe to Mexicans. Yeah. He's like, my people have passion and so does the NXT so universe. So does NXT, yeah. So yeah, NXT universe are like Mexican people. And and Noam dies like, yo, tranquilo. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, says... Dar has passion and pride for the Heritage Cup and says, but it's not easy. Kind of says all the rules that it's uh, like three rounds of six minutes, etc., etc. And this is when Nathan Fraser comes out and says that he's here to expose Dar as a massive fraud. And Fraser says that it's not an annual uh, trophy, but it's a trophy that has to be defended regularly. And he speaks on behalf of everyone where he says he would love to see uh, Dragon Lee take on Dar for the championship. And Fraser says, and if you happen to lose that, well, maybe you could give Alicia Fox a call to see oh, if she'll take you back. Uh, for Alicia Fox? From five years ago. <laughs> maybe more. People never forget, people that, never one. forget. that one. Yeah. Uh, so Noam Dar agrees to the battleground match. So it will be uh, Dragon Lee versus uh, Noam Dar and then uh, Fraser versus Dar next week. Nice. And then he says, play that funky music. Turn the music. Yeah, he's got some great '80s music for his best uh, talk show, wrestling talk show music for sure. Uh, Dar definitely reminding me of it. He should have done this probably earlier because mm-hmm. at first, the past few weeks, I really could not care about him, and then it went, "Oh, you're funny." Okay, wait yeah. a second, hold on. You're you're actually pretty good. Uh, so I I can end some of these matches could be pretty good too. I think so. Yeah. Um, like. I'm, I'd like to see what Dar can do on the big stage. Yeah. He has been around for a long time. And, uh, you know, he's done like the 205 Live stuff. He's done NXT He's UK done stuff. main roster stuff, hasn't he's he? He's been on main roster, yeah. yeah. Um, Alicia Fox. And it hasn't really gone anywhere. But he's quite entertaining and he's a good wrestler. And I think Dragon Lee is obviously, there's someone you're going to have a good match with. It's yeah. going to be Dragon Lee. And I'm curious to see how uh, the um, heritage rules kind of, affect the match as well. Right. Found a bit weird kind of Nathan Fraser just butting his head in. I thought we were going, well, you can't really do a triple threat with these rules. But, yeah. Uh, found it a bit weird him. I, I actually did not like Nathan Fraser or Dragon Lee in mm. this promo. I thought uh, it showed that the supernova was superior in talking. I thought, because obviously Dragon Lee speak, not speaking English, you know, clearly all the time, all the time learning still. Nathan Frazier, though, clearly why you have your talk show as a pre-taped mm. talk show. At least Noam Dar is there live, right? Yeah, I, th- I thought it got a little messy, yeah. this thing. and yeah, obviously- They were standing around looking like geeks. Yeah, yeah, and Dragon Lee didn't sound too confident with his no. English. Obviously, it's not his first language and stuff. Um, I, I was a bit disappointed. I know they did uh, 
uh, NXT UK from the BT Studios. But I'm disappointed they didn't use that set because I always quite liked it when he did his talk show. He had like a separate set, which kind of oh, yeah. looked a bit different. Whereas yeah, right. this was your classic, you know, couple of chairs in the ring yeah. with a little thing. Uh, I don't know. I thought it's something you probably could have made at the PC. Yeah. Um, he had a cool video package. He did. So. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't think the segment was great. I do agree. I thought Noam Dar was, was pretty funny. Um, but I am, I'm intrigued in the match. He'll make me laugh again later. Yes. Uh, we go back to uh, Dijak's prison uh, where Dragunov is now tied up. And he's sweaty and wheezing. And you see, like, his, his chest is all red. It's like he's been beaten up. Again, very dark visuals here. Like, you see cages and, like, fence. And this sweaty, naked man with bruises who's just going, Ah, you can't, you can't beat me. Just really sweaty and moaning and getting beat up like some people pay a lot for this stuff you'll pay a lot of shit right. for this <laughs> and this guy's just found a guy at work who's willing to do it for free <laughs> this is this would be the one this would definitely be a the wrong time for your like family member to walk into the room <laughs> while you're watching that wrestling shit they'd be like sorry what are you watching right now yeah this guy heavy breathing heavy petting while getting beat up and whipped so, by this yeah. other guy dijek's been torturing him it's like, you know, the scene from Casino Royale. I would, yeah, <laughs> except a little bit more hot. I don't know. It's this, this is, this guy's like, you like pain? Yeah, well, I like giving people pain. <laughs> All right, well, then like torture me. So this is now a torture, like kink type shit. Like, yeah. Oh, I see in the chat, RYN said James Bond Casino Royale as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so Dijax yells at him, enough. And Dragunov says, not even close. Damn. He ain't broke yet. Yeah. They they uh, they sell this kind of stuff at the Kavia store next to my work. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and they, they cover it. But it's, I'm always shelf. like... Um, yeah, top, top shelf. I'm always like, why does it look like someone's going to kill someone like in the in the images? But yeah. People dig that shit. Yeah, fuck it. Dijak does. Yeah. Um, we see JC Jane, who is asked about how confident she is going against a former women's champion... And she jokes that, oh, I'm, I'm really nervous and stuff. And she's like, obviously, come on, it's me. I will win and I will move forward to the semis where I wanted to face Gigi. But Gigi's a failure. She failed at being a daughter, failed at being a sister, a friend. And I am a winner. And I am there. I am the complete opposite of Gigi. And I will have to see Gigi's face when I kick Roxanne's head in tonight. So yeah. I thought she sounded pretty good here. She sounded better, for sure. I'm definitely just not interested in this storyline no, anymore. Either. Yeah, uh, I do think she's she's like got the character down though. Yeah, uh, completely now. I find her more believable in this mean girl ro- well, role than Cora. I would say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she definitely comes across meaner and believable. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we go to our next match: Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams taking on Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak. And uh, Trick starts off hot with a series of drop kicks to Dempsey. Uh, we see that Mello's ribs are all t- taped up from the numerous spears he's uh, been hit with recently. Uh, Mello comes in and delivers these nice arm drags to Gulak and uh, leapfrogs Gulak as Gulak does like a somersault roll through uh, for a near fall, which is pretty cool. Uh, Mello and Dempsey are now trading these like wrist lock takeovers. And I, I really liked in this match where we know Mello is like the, the flashy guy and works very much 
he does remind me of Sean in a way where Sean would then like actually you know wrestle like angle and you go oh yeah I forget you've got the, the wrestling yeah. down as well and I thought him in here with Gulak and Dempsey really got to show off his wrestling here uh, which was nice to see um, Gulak starts pulling back on the hair of Trick Williams there's a German suplex from Gulak into a suplex from Dempsey like a, a one into the other which was pretty cool uh, Trick comes in with the hot tag, hits this like big cyclone back boot, tags in Mello, who hits nothing but net to Dempsey, who uh, looks like he dies here. <laughs> and Trick's holding off Gulak as Mello gets the pin. Yeah, pretty good match. Uh, having Dempsey kind of wrestle with the, the champion here is kind of big spot, I'd say, for him. And I've been really loving Dempsey and Gulak teaming up and... Uh, kind of seeing what they can do, and this was a good showcase of that. And like we say, Trick keeps getting better and better. So every week, I thought he looked yeah. so the, the most comfortable he's looked. I think in this match, yeah. Um, and yeah, I I love that kind of wrestling style of Charlie Dempsey, and thought uh, the stuff with him and Mello especially was really nice in this. Another fun tag match on this show. Uh, I thought both both tag matches were pretty pretty fun. Yeah, I, re- I really like Dempsey. Uh, I ho- well, hopefully the Willy Wonka thing doesn't uh, catch on back, for yeah. him or anything. No, I'm surprised to see him take the pin over Gulak. A bit fair, yeah, true. Yeah, but. true, true, true. So uh, Trick gets back on the mic and says, "That's another win for the Trick and Mellow Gang." Uh, Mellow says, uh, "Look, we're staying here, Braun. Like, come out. Let's let's hash this out. Come out." Uh, Braun appears on the screen and asks how his ribs feel after he speared him out of the sky last week. And he says, you'll have to make, I made a quick pit stop. And the energy is different in this place. The camera pans out and we see he's at the barber shop. <gasps> you think what? Apollo Crews gave him the address? Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> he figured out where to go to find this place. So Mello is pissed. It's all the barbershop guys all sitting around Braun, looking at him, like, kind of scared. Mm. Like, what's this guy doing here? They're acting a little, like, oh, is this guy going to kill us? Is this guy going to beat us up kind of kind of yeah. vibe? That was the, the thing they were going um, for. They said when... they're going to finish what they started last week. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm loving this heel Braun. I think it's working. And, and it is funny. Like, we joke about the NXT Monopoly board we have going on of all these places. But it kind of does work when yeah. you know bron goes into the barbershop and it's like oh okay uh you know people show up with big daddies <laughs> Shit. yeah yeah true i mean what there was a bunch of these guys they look like they could take bron i i mean that's how how confident bron is he's he jokes he's, he's, he's like walking a, into enemy territory right yeah and he's got like pretty big balls to yeah. do that he's like oh why is everybody so nervous yeah. i like that yeah I think he. <laughs> I was thinking that he was. It was going to pan out, and they were all be laid out, yeah. <laughs> like really cheesy. But maybe I'm happy like they shave bits of their hair out. Yeah, really. It's it did a, look like Bron had a fresh cut. Maybe they gave him one. I'm getting one Thursday. I feel like that's like also a dumb move if you're a bad guy. Because if if look if you're my friend right, and I'm beefing with someone, and they go to your barber shop to try to scare you. I'd be like, oh, let me give you a cut and like totally fuck up your cut yeah. and be like, ha, now we clowned you again. Like yeah. it's real risky here, Braun. But uh, yeah, I, I like I this. So uh, we see Duke Hudson wearing his glasses, grading papers. And Thea goes, right, Duke, it's, it's time to go. And he's like, go where? 
to the ring it's my match it's like you got a match it's like yeah you agreed oh i i did he's just so uh distracted by these all these papers yeah you think being a teacher is easy being a professor at a university you're grading papers all the time all the time boring um noam dar is then walking uh backstage where he sees lash legend and sorry who who was this uh, is it Latoya Jackson? Latoya Jackson. We've seen her. Uh, if you've ever watched NXT Level Up, she's definitely on there. But uh, we've seen her once or twice on NXT. Lose wearing to a some shirt people. saying Miss Jackson on it. Yes. Yeah, so, so so no. He I'm says d- I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. He says I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Quoting some outcast there. Shout out three stacks. Uh, but clearly this was a, a gag, right? Someone put two and two together. So they bring up the Alicia <laughs> Fox thing earlier. And then Noam Dar's walking backstage and is flirting. And yeah, seems like he's, he's got a type. type. Yeah. <laughs> Supernova. Yeah. I, I laughed more than I should have. I don't know who's, who did that backstage. Like, Someone that did ain't that an accident. No, no, absolutely not. So Leisha Fox. Yeah. How's he going to? Yeah. So actually, this is pretty funny because we, we talked about well, Noam Dar. Sorry? I was going to say, we haven't seen Lash for ages. We mentioned Yeah, this, we just right? said she had a talk show. What happened to her talk show? And here she is being like, yo, why the hell do you get a talk show? What about my talk show? And I, I, I laugh so, so much at this. I, lo- I want to see more of this now. So, uh... I want to see, like, like clearly they're going to push these two as a tag team, which there isn't any really in NXT right mm-hmm. now. So that's a good uh, thing for the women's tag division, if that even still is a thing with the witches gone True. with the titles. But that could be like good, a, a good new team there because they they kind of obviously Lash oozes like charisma. It would right? help Lash a lot yeah. because she is slow developing in ring. But then, look- but like you hide someone in a tag, you do those hot tags that you do well, and you start gaining experience that way. And hopefully, she's doing all the you know the Florida loops and getting better because she does have a, a personality and that size obviously as well. Yeah, I think I said Latoya Jackson, which is I was way off. I was completely That's off. one of the Jacksons. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I it's just Jan- went with it. It's, it's Janet. Yeah, it's Janet Jackson. <laughs> it's Janet. Uh, yeah, sorry, Jakara Jackson. Jakara Jackson. Thank you, Frank, okay. who's reminding everyone to listen to Shot in the Dark. Yes, to get familiar with all the uh, up and coming stars of wrestling. So Noam Dar asks Lash if she watched his talk show, and she says. Like, she says some truths here. She goes, look, there are way too many talk shows in NXT. We had the, the Grayson Waller effect. We had your thing. We've had uh, the, like, Barbara, what was Bailey's thing? Ding dong, knock knock. Um, right, yeah. We got lashing out with Lash Legend, and that's the best one. And that's totally. the only thing we should be talking about. So I, I reckon we'll probably get a lashing out again soon. Getting the lashing out supernova There's, session. Last year when I did that, uh, like, grapple show in Leeds... And I did one of our games. And Chris Elliott's specialist subject was talk shows in wrestling. Okay. So I wrote like 50 questions about there are way too many fucking talk shows in wrestling. Trying to think like the cutting edge. Yeah. Edges. The peep show. Christian. Yeah. Y2J obviously. I like Highlight Real. Real. Piper's Pit. Piper's Pit. Um, Um, What was Carlito's? Carlitos Cabana. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) MVP. VIP Lounge. Honky Tonk had one. Like Barbershop. Like. Uh, There's a lot. Mi- oh, Miss Under- TV. Miss TV. Undertaker's Funeral Parlor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's so many. Uh, 
Yeah, I can't. I, we, maybe we got a lot of those. There's definitely more. What made me angry is Chris couldn't get a single question right. <laughs> I wrote like 50 of these things and I maybe asked like four of them. Yeah, let us know. Did we miss one? And what is your favorite so wrestling many. talk show? And why is Lash Legends lashing, lashing out the out. best? Yeah, hard hitting truths with Nathan Fraser. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not that one. That's definitely not the pre taped one. Uh, thank you, Megan, in the chat. KO show. Yep. Frank says Cafe de Rene. I'm assuming that's Rene Dupree's when he had the French mm-hmm. and the dog and stuff. Yeah, there's been a lot of them. Yeah. The Stevie Turner there one. What, there was one which was like The Grill or something like that. What was JR? that? JR? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Stevie Turner, yeah. She, well, she's got more of a Twitch stream going. There's, yeah. Too many. Yeah. Too many. Good stuff. Go to our next match. Thea Hale taking on Kiana James. And Kiana is just bullying Thea at the beginning, shoving her down. As we see Duke Hudson in the corner, still grading papers, not really paying attention to the match. Uh, Thea comes back with some arm drags and hits a low pace suicida to the outside. And Thea goes for the high five and with Duke and Duke is like, oh yeah, high five. Again, still not really watching. Thea then goes for a splash, but Kiana moves, so she misses and eats shit. And then Kiana starts delivering these big punches to the stomach. Thea starts fire back with some clotheslines. And then shakes the ropes like Warrior. I find it quite funny when yeah, she does this. And great. hits her springboard back senton, uh, followed by a high cross for a two. And then James comes back with the gourd buster and hits the 4-1-K for the win. It's like a running, jumping flatliner. We've yeah. seen her do it before. Yeah, pretty cool move. Uh, the match was pretty quick and short. Uh, Thea Hale definitely has something. Keanu James, we've seen. She's a former tag champion. She definitely has something. It's just unfortunate when there's other bigger things going on with the title scene right now that she's kind of now not even involved in the storyline so they're just kind of here yeah i wonder where they go with her next yeah. like i think uh I-, I like what they've been doing with thea hale they've been keeping she's so young and like we've seen like she's not bad in the ring but they give her very short matches it's all very like character based and i think that's a good idea because hopefully someone like that like that could be in the system a long time and it's obviously going to improve yeah. with the wrestling. So uh, keeping her as a featured character is a good idea. But yeah, Kiana, um, yeah, I like, is that Jensen story like done, done now? I think so. I think so too. So yeah. where's G? Where's G? So where do we go next with her? Well, obviously Thea Hale losing and Duke wasn't really watching the match is also part of the story. Yeah, Thea's crying at the end and hugging Duke, but yeah. Duke st- still seems distracted. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, did, not much uh, of a match, but uh, I also found some more. Res- re- there was a oh, grill yeah. wrestling talk show. Terry Funk wrestling grill talk show. Okay, I'm not crazy. Yeah. Right, yeah. You want me to hit you with, like, f- lots of other ones? Yeah. Okay. Give, give the name and I'll say who it is. Uh, a Moment of Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Oh, yeah, that was the thing. The Asylum. Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Uh, the. <laughs> The sorry the we already said that one the the classroom. Oh, is that Dean? Uh, fuck, what was the name? Matt Stryker's classroom. Oh, okay. Uh, the King's Court. Jerry Lawler, yeah, obviously. Uh, Heartbreak Hotel. I'm assuming that's when Sean. Okay. Like left right. Thing. Got you. The flower shop. The flower shop. Oh, is that? <laughs> uh, Adrian Adon. Adrian Adonis, okay. Oh, Brother Love had a show, didn't Yeah, he? yeah, the Brother Love show. <laughs> yeah, good name. <laughs> yeah. 
Tyler Breeze chat show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he never had one. He should have had one. He yeah. should have had one, yeah. yeah. Bring him back. Um, we see Tank and Hank in the back, and they're checking on Tank's new teeth. Yeah. he had his tooth knocked out last week. I think this guy earned a lot of respect last mm. week. This guy got his tooth punched out of his fucking head and then picked it up and put it in his tights for later. And here he is a week later, some shiny new teeth. Yeah. And uh, they're like, like, hey, look, we're not going to win beauty contests, but we're not here for our good looks. And that's when Briggs and Jensen come in and they go, hey, guys, like, kill a match last week. Like, you, I haven't been hit as hard. Like, Briggs says, I haven't been hit as hard as that since I fought uh, Jensen recently. And I go, and you know what? We feel closer now. After we beat the shit out of each other, we just feel like even closer <laughs> and a better tag team. And Tank says, look, that's what we got to do. If we want to be like Briggs and Jensen, we got to, we should fight each other as well. So next week, they're going to have a hoss fight. Tank v. Hank. Wow. Let's go. Tank v. Hank. I'm excited. Uh, I love Tank. He sounded good. Yeah, really confident. He really, he really just seems effortless to him for talking when it's such a hard thing for all, so many people. So the guy got his tooth knocked out and he talks good. I he see stars. He was one of the ones like when he was signed to the uh, PC. Like yeah. he was a a real hot prospect. Okay, so, interesting. Um, He's yeah. got to change the gear. I know he's His going for His look is a bit odd, he, for sure. I, I'm crazy because he doesn't have the like goatee or the hair, but he reminds me of Guy Fieri. Okay, yeah, I don't know I the see, way he I talks or something and tattoos yeah. or something. I don't know, but that's a good thing in my because <laughs> I love me some Guy Fieri. So mm. I just love Tank now and Tank and Hank, Guy Fieri and Seth Rogen. I think like I think that that kind of look would work for him. Maybe yeah. be a little bit more wackier, right? Like he's this wacky big. Athletic have a grill, a grill show. You know, I'm not saying he should be dancing, but yeah, he should have a grill show. Get Guy Fieri on it. Yeah. Uh, I, all I know is from the little things I've seen of this guy so far, he's very impressive. Other than his weird uh, gear, he's like, he's he's impressive so far. So I'm interested in so, him. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this yeah, last fight. Me Could too. Be good. We go to the trainer's room where Wesley and Tyler Bate are being checked on. And uh, Mackenzie asks, any idea why you were attacked? And... Wes says, with all due respect, Mackenzie, this is something I've got to say in front of the universe. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes out to the NXT universe. Um, We get a little video with Daba Kato, who says uh, that he was hoping to get drafted to Raw and SmackDown, but he wasn't. And he is a hunter. And now everyone else is his prey. So Dabba Kato taking the Leo Kruger gimmick. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, not quite the, the Craven the Hunter, Dabba the Hunter gimmick, but he's saying like, well, I didn't get drafted, so everyone here in NXT, y'all are, y'all are screwed. I'm kill you. Murder you all. Murder and eat you. Not, not really, because then I'll go to jail like other people on this show. So Wesley comes out and says that he's got better at controlling his anger, but when I got attacked from behind my back, that pissed me off. And you didn't have to target me or my friend to get a championship shot. Gacy, if you wanted a shot, you just had to ask. And Gacy appears on the perch and says that he's never been dishonest about what he wants. He wants the NXT North American Championship. And Ava says, the closer you're getting to becoming the greatest North American champion of all time, because he's he keeps on defending this thing, the more it's going to mean when Gacy wins it from you. So he asks for a match. And uh, Ava and Joe call uh, Tyler Bate a big, strong liar and that he's deceiving you. 
And this is when Tyler Bate comes out. There's such a bit. Tyler Bate's like watching earlier and the guy comes and is like, hey, like you, you can't hear it. But he's like, you want more ice? And he's like, oh, like give me yeah. some more ice. So like, like, he's just like, you know, relaxed, selling this injury a bit. You know? He hears being called a liar. Yeah. That he's like trying to deceive Wes. So he comes out and he's just sounds like a badass here. He says, I've had it with all this high school name calling rubbish. <laughs> what i like in my wrestling yeah yeah uh he says i don't know what your problem is or if it's still uh that i beat you at stand and deliver um but i would be lying if i said uh i don't want a shot at that championship i am your friend but i have been looking at that thing and gacy goes like yes the truth will set you free yeah. yeah. Um, Wes tells Gacy to shut up and asks why Bate didn't say anything before. And Bate's like, look, we can do this strictly for competition. I would never let this championship get between our friendship. And Wes says, all right, then I'll see you all at Battleground. Triple threat match. And as he walks off, he goes, I thought I could trust you, dog. <laughs> I'm going to clip that. Brandon, clip that one. <laughs> I could trust you, dog. Uh, yeah, this guy is like, hey, uh, you're giving the bad guy the title shot. What if you just gave me the title shot? I'm your friend. And Wes is like, oh, you, you broke my heart. It's weird, right? <laughs> like, obviously, and like, we just, especially when we just had in the scene before the friends, the tag team partners being like, hey, should we fight each other? <laughs> and then it's ob- obviously you're a champion. Everyone yeah. should want that championship. I think we, because we've been saying like this whole meditation thing that Tyler Bate might be just full of shit. Yeah. I thought there could have been a cleverer way where he has been a bit more of a snake yeah. to go into it. Whereas I thought, I thought Bate was kind of justified here. He comes out yeah. and he's like, yeah, look, you're giving him a shot. Like don't have to be enemies, but I'd love to fight you for the championship. Yeah. It made Wes and look Wes weird. was a bit of a, a dweeb yeah, it made Wes kind of seem like the off character. Why would that be the problem in this storyline? The problem is, hey, uh, I know you're, he wants to fight you, but he attacked me. So actually, I want to fight him. Yeah. And you're giving him the shot? Like, no, give me the shot. So Wes goes, I'm a fighting champion because I love multi-men matches. Yeah. So, sure, why wouldn't I give you this spot? How many more multi-person matches are we getting on this well, show? Well, I mean, we could get stacks getting thrown in this match now, too. I mean, that wouldn't make sense, really. But yeah. the, this this match could be good. The three-way there, uh, it would be more interesting now if Tyler was the one to take it from him. Okay. Maybe Tyler turns in the match. I mean, I think... Uh, I, I I don't think Gacy's a bad wrestler, but I think Wes has actually done a great job with this championship. Yeah. And maybe has been the best champion you know, with this yeah. thing. As far as, like, match quality and the amount of good matches and defenses he's For put sure. on, I'd like to see the title continue like that, whether that's still be on Wes or Tyler Bate doing the same kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be good. We go to Roxanne Perez, who has a bit of a video package, and she says it was exactly a year ago when she entered NXT and was in the breakout tournament, and which she won, and then she became NXT champion. And where did the time go? And she's got this board filled with all these pictures of her NXT memories. And she says, last year, this board was completely blank. I've had so many things. I've I've won titles. I've won tournaments. I was in the Royal Rumble. And what will my next year and board look like? And we see this other board, which has like little stickers on it saying NXT, Battleground, and then an arrow to Raw, an arrow to SmackDown, and then at the bottom, WrestleMania. 
like Liberty Bell. Wow, she's got some high hopes. Yeah, and she says, it's nerve-wracking but so exciting. I know where I've been and I know where I want to go. Now it's just how I get get there. And uh, this whole thing had like this epic trailer music underneath, which kind of didn't really go with the theme of what she's saying. It felt like I was watching like a trailer for a new Batman film or something. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I didn't mind this thing. It's that they're still playing up that she's so young and kind of like so ambitious, but nervous and excited. And I totally get it. Maybe it's just not hitting for me because I, like, okay, you're young. Yeah, she is. She's definitely one of the youngest superstars, but it's been a year of that, so I'm definitely not into the college high schooler yeah, I agree. character. Anymore. I can't believe it's uh, it's only a year. Yeah. Like, she has done a lot in that. Like a... Absolutely. Definitely not taking that away from her. Just like now, I'm like, can we move on? Can you just... No one cares about your story. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just like, what if you just focused on... <laughs> it feels... it. All her videos feel very American Idol. Yeah. You know, I feel yeah. like she's going to have this video. Every time. And then she's going to go out and sing a song and Simon's going to say, that wasn't good. That was great. You know? So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, and si- Booker's Simon. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Exactly. Um, Von Wagner. Oh, I forgot oh, about this. Oh, man. Section. This is a great show. A free agent. <laughs> Von Wagner. Free agent Von. Which means he can go wherever the fuck he wants. He's Von Wagner. Um, is walking backstage and this girl congratulates him on his Battle Royal appearance on Raw uh, yesterday. You're telling me Von was on Von Raw? Von was on Raw. Monday Night he didn't Von. Win the Battle Royal. Uh, it's like, congrats on being in this Battle Royal, Von. Looks like this, this, this girl was interested in Von. Yeah, she seemed to like him. And this is when uh, uh, Crucifino. Is, Crucifino. Is, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm calling him. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Is kind of giving Robert Stone some shit. So Von steps in and kind of roughs up Crucifino, tells him to leave him alone and I'll beat you up next week, challenges him to a fight. So Crucifino scarpers and Robert Stone says, you stood up for me. And he's like, no, no, I didn't. And it's like, no, Von, you stood up to me. And he's like, yeah, I guess I did. You know, you're the only person who believed in me. <laughs> Uh, not true. I uh, also. You also. <laughs> I also. Incredible for the record, yeah, incredible wrestler. Just for the record, Raiden Harrington and Mr. <laughs> Stone. Stone. The only two. When everyone else, when everyone else judged him and ridiculed him, and then, I was there for him. And then Mr. Stone goes. So, is it now time we can talk about this picture where you had a weird head as a baby? <laughs> and Bond's like, no. Nice try. <laughs> Sorry, what's with this picture? So the gimmick is not, we're going to find out. The gimmick is he just doesn't want to talk about this picture. <laughs> I don't know. He seems better already, though. He's got some personality. Yeah. He's, he's with a girl. He's beating up lawyers. I, he sounds I, like a nice I guy. I actually think like going this gentle giant route yeah. could be quite fun yeah. with him, where he's super soft and gentle, and then like someone pisses him off, and he goes apeshit on them. Yeah. I'm excited. It's more interesting than he's been. For yeah, sure. for it's sure. something for old Vonnie. Yeah, I love him. Vonnie Wags. I've been telling the world. I've been telling you all. Just wait. Yeah. In free agent. Free agent. We go to our next NXT Women's Championship quarterfinal match. It's Roxanne Perez taking on JC Jane. Uh, JC uh, hits like a European clutch early for a near fall, and then Roxanne's taking her down with some arm drags and. Uh, 
then drop kicks JC out of the ring, followed by a low pace to a cedar. Uh, Roxanne hits the Russian leg sweep and sets up for Pop Rocks, but JC counters out of it and hits a super kick, followed by a big forearm. And then uh, JC goes for a big boot but misses. And this allows Perez to hit a spin kick to the gut, followed by Pop Rocks for the win. Uh, an okay match. I, I didn't quite get into it as some of the other stuff on this show, and I kind of could see where this was going. Uh, I figured Gigi would get involved, but it, that wasn't the case until after the match. Mm. But Roxanne is the one I would be putting in the match at Battlegrounds. So I, I clearly just saw her winning. But I, I'd say JC, like you said, she sounded better earlier. I think her wrestling is better as well. I, I agree. I, I think her, her wrestling's really improved. She's in the ring with one of the best ones there as well. I think Roxanne is so smooth yeah. in the ring, like very polished. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't mind the, the wrestling here. Um, and yeah, I think Cora versus Roxanne makes the most sense because you're going to have a, essentially once we know what the match is, you've got a one week build to it. So you might as well have one that already has a bit of underlying story. Like if it wasn't going to be JC and Gigi, like you're not main eventing yeah. with Tiffany versus Lyra because there's nothing between them really. Yeah. I'd imagine it's Cora versus, versus uh, Roxanne. And that's, they use the whole, they, they kind of fixed where they kind of dropped off. Really. They kind of messed up that story. It didn't get that hot as they thought it and would And where be. would you go back onto Roxanne or I probably Cora, wouldn't you think? I guess Cora. Yeah, I'd say Tiff is the stronger of all of everyone, but it's she's not heated as much right now. Tiff versus Lyra and Tiff versus Cora just neither sounds yeah. right, does it? Um, yeah, yeah. I, it's a shame this women's championship because it's the whole like fake va- vacating it with Roxanne. Yeah, really, and then actually vacating it now yeah, with the injury. It, it feels like it's just been flopped around, flipped around a lot. Yeah. And I mean, clearly, are we getting this match at Battleground too? Yeah. So after the match, Gigi Dolan attacks JC, and there's a bit of a pull apart there. So yeah, we we got to get the the blow off match between these two. Uh, Booker T was comparing JC Jane's look tonight to Pat Benatar. Okay. So uh, I mean, if if JC didn't win this match, I guess love is not a battleground. Ah. Uh, See what I did there? I do. Yes. Well done. Um. Well, actually, I think she will be wrestling at Battleground still with against Gigi. With these two? Yeah. Yeah, it may be some sort of, like, unsanctioned brother-on-a-pole match or something. Brother-on-a-pole match. What's going on with uh, Gigi Dolan and then her Instagram post being like, oh, I miss being Priscilla Kelly? What's that all about? She wants out? She misses being Priscilla? She just wants to... Like, I don't. I, if I was a Gigi Dolan, I wouldn't be looking outside of WWE at this right point. Right now, yeah. Like, I think... Of, for the for the men or for main roster women certainly, but for uh, but yeah, being in developmental like potential call ups at some point and stuff, I don't see what you're going to be doing better than this outside WWE. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Um, Mello comes back out to the ring and says, "All right, Braun, I know traffic ain't that bad. Get out here, and we're going to stay here all night until you come out, even if they turn the lights off." So he's waiting. And we go back to Dijak and Dragunov. The final confrontation. Ilya's now dead. It's, <laughs> it's, the, it's again, the dark, bluish hues. Uh, Dijak is in his torture chamber with fences. And we see Dragunov is like sw- even more sweatier, bruised. Stab wounds. <laughs> Dijak's wiping blood off his hands. And he said, 
I said I can break any man. And Dragonoff rises back from the dead and says, but I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, are we getting, like, an I quit match or something between these two? This, I, I, I mean, want just a one-on-one, -on -one, but, like, all of this is, is gearing to, like, some sort of submission or I quit or last man standing match, no? Yeah, you're totally right, I guess. I, I would assume some sort of unsanctioned, but I guess un, I, I quit because of this silly. This is so bad. This was so funny. I would definitely recommend people checking this out if you want to laugh. Dijak, not known for his great acting. I love his wrestling. I really do. Been a, been a huge fan. But his acting makes me laugh uncontrollably. When he... When you see, again, it looks like I'm watching something else here with the two naked sweaty men and the one guy's torturing him and getting off on it. But this is Tuesday night on USA Network. And then when it's like, Dragunov is like, no, I'm still here. It's like they're trying to go for what? Like Dragon Ball Z type thing? Like, I'm no, I'm not giving up. And then the over the shoulder, but it's again like dark prison, supposed to be like rough. And his acting just so cheesy. I just, this is, this is my... As well, like Dragunov... His style is yeah, not very, this. Not well, no. He's very over the top and dramatic, yeah. and his promos like it can work. Yeah, but and like that's why his matches can be great. He does these crazy exaggerated yeah. like screams and stuff. But in this scene, it's just so melodramatic. It's so torture porn. It's so funny, and also the fact that we don't we don't see any of the torturing. It's no, like, <laughs> it's like we go backstage to see Von Wagner. And then we come back and it's just like, he's got just like he's been ripping out his, his fingernails yeah, or something, like, but we haven't seen it. Yeah, this was so cheesy, so bad. Like, if you were to watch all three in a row, it would be so hilarious. So definitely, I think, ironically, my favorite part of the night, because I got just such laughter out of it. But wow, torture, torturing this guy and making it very uh, erotic at the same time. I think the match will be great. The match will be so good, but this was just... Yeah. Yeah, this. Reverse of making it hype. So Bron Breaker now comes out and he's got a load of security. He says, I didn't bring these guys out here for me. I brought them out here to protect you from me. And I know if they weren't out here, there would be no Mellow Homecoming or NXT Battleground main event. And last week I beat Trick. And uh, Mellow says that some people say that you change for the better. But don't blame these people. Don't blame me. Blame yourself. And you thought you were untouchable, Bron, until you got touched. And at Battleground, you will not be taking my championship. And I kind of like that because Bron held this title for so long. It's yeah. like, no, this thing's mine now. This ain't yours anymore. And he says, I'm going to, uh, Bron says, I'm going to defeat you in front of your friends and family. And they'll see that you can't get it done. Uh, Mello says, there's a reason we're in the main event because the rest aren't cut like us. And beating you is going to help me build the dynasty I'm about to build above your body. And Bron brings up that your city knows about dynasties that come to the end, to an end and lists off the Patriots, the Bruins, the Red Sox. And he's like, your city's trash. Teams suck. The trash brought. Yeah. Uh, just, he's just lubing up Boston next week. Yeah. He's really just making he sure, hey, Boston, all your teams suck. You're not, he's not even in Boston yet, and he's getting yeah. them to boot. They're not, you're not in Boston yet, but okay. Yeah, this Florida crowd. The Florida, like, uh, yeah, uh, the, uh, yeah. But you're right. Like, he's he's healing up Boston, so he hopefully, like, he's comes out and mega heal. Yeah. Uh, he says you're going to realize that you're not him. You're nothing. 
and then Mello's had enough, so leaps over the top rope with this big con hilo, kind of misses the guys, like, yeah. falls a little short here, uh, but then jumps Bron, Bron comes back with a huge clothesline, goes for the military press slam, and Mello slips out, hits Bron with the low blow, grabs the NXT title, and clobbers him over the head as Mello stands t- tall, and this weird music just played to end the show. Yeah, both are like laid out and the music's playing like some NXT hype battleground music. Mm. And I'm like, oh, it's neither of their themes. So yeah. The NXT went off the air. Kind of a bit of a... I know Bron's been like doing sneak attacks and things, but I found it kind of odd that... Because uh, we had a big criticism at their standard liver match with how that ended with... Yeah. With, Mello kind of using heel tactics. Yeah. And here with a low blow and title shot just seems a little like, like, come on, you're meant to be the good guy. You're meant yeah, to be yeah. like the solid, pure baby face now at this point, And you're kicking guys in the dick. Yeah. Booker T sold it like, oh, like, hey, he got him back. But it's like, but he, but he kicked him in the dick. Yeah. Maybe he should have hit the clothesline. Maybe he should have hit the clothesline and scared him off. And, you know, mm. uh, I don't know. I, I didn't mind some of the stuff. I love Braun as a heel now. He's such a way more interesting character. And I think he's doing great in the role. And having him come out with security guards is very Goldberg-esque, just like he loves. And using the line like, oh, they're not for me. They're for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's classic. So I, ca- I kind of want him to win. I think, you know, it could be interesting, I think. Um, it could be a, it would be a big surprise. Uh, WWE like beating people in their hometown. I feel like I'm exactly kind of what's wrong with wrestling sometimes, but call me crazy. I was getting so sick and tired of Braun. I liked Braun. I liked Braun from the beginning, but I got I was getting bored of him because he was a baby face. And then they turned him heel, and I'm like, whoa, now you're cool. Mm. Mello is the coolest heel, and now I'm like, eh, now I'm not that interested in your character right now. I, I think that happens so often with babyface champions as well their story is kind of complete you did it once they've done it it's you've got to find compelling reasons for them to defend it and i think they're building this match up well but i i agree it's kind of we're seeing the same with sammy and kevin i think with the tag titles like they they achieved that and now i'm kind of not interested yeah um it's and i think wwe i'd say AEW as well like always struggle once they put their their They're the worst over. at that. Yeah, they, I mean, they don't know what. Hangman became champion and then was on dark. Yeah, not it was quite, weird. But yeah. he just disappeared. Um, but overall, I thought uh, pretty good episode. I I loved the uh, Creeds versus Dyad. I thought was awesome. Really loved that match. Really enjoyed the other tag match. I liked the ongoing stuff with Bron and Mello throughout the episode. And uh, Dijak and Ilya was ridiculous. <laughs> yes it was yeah uh i i enjoyed this week's nxt whenever they give me one match that's just something to rave about i'm usually happy but it had some progression for the, some storylines and uh you know i do like nxt and watching and doing all this because it is interesting seeing some of the future stars of wwe and, and where people can land and watching this this crop now i'm like okay this it's interesting people are coming from all different aspects of the world and different places of wrestling and no wrestling experience and this and that. And it's, it's still an entertaining, entertaining show. And, uh, I, I'm excited. I am excited for battleground. I know we'll be watching it the day after or later that night or whatever, but I'm, I think the card is shaping. I, I think it's looking like a really good show. I, I think- mean, it's got the triple threat for the North American with yeah. Wes Gacy and Tyler Bate, which those three guys can wrestle. So yeah. I'm, I'm actually, that'll steal the show. No problem. But then Gallus and Creed's we've been waiting for that. 
big bigger moment the two on two could be the crowning of creeds yeah um dragon lee versus no in the heritage cup rules match true could right be really good i think this bron uh mellow match is going to be better than their last one. Oh, it has to be um yeah it has to be and then probably cora roxanne and maybe jc gg it's a well. pretty packed going to be lots of matches yeah uh and yeah as you said no nxc women's tag championship Right, the witches turned yeah. them, they cast a spell on them and made them disappear. Uh, we have some feedback here from some of you people, fine people like Megan, who writes in here on our Facebook group. Join the Poison Rana page on Facebook, like it, and it leads you to the Facebook group, and we'll let you in. And we post up feedback threads like this. Megan writes in, big ups to Noam Dar for quoting Outcast to Jakara Jackson. I chuckled, I've never seen a Heritage Cup match when NXT UK was still a thing, so it's nice that there's going to be one at Battleground, and Dragon Lee is getting a spotlight on top of that. Nathan Frazier's new John Oliver-style persona is working wonders. He's right. a big fan. He continues, Wes, Baton Gacy had plenty of intrigue over who to trust. Creed Bros versus Dyad stole it, despite an uncertain future for the latter. The semis are a real pick and a case can be made for any of the four to make it to the finals, meaning the women's tournament. And I want Dijak Dragonov for Battleground. I think we'll get it. There you go. There's another that match as well. Yeah. And we go to Frank, who says, Can't believe two dimes called the feds from catering at Dynamite. Dijak and Dragonov, what the fuck? This episode was on one, but was I entertained? I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, but yes, for real. No cap. Shout out, Brandon. <laughs> Shout out, Brandon from New Jersey, yeah. always. Uh, well, thank you guys for writing in there. That's what some some thoughts. I think people are on the same page uh, about some of the things. And Battlegrounds could be uh, pretty fun. And yeah, Tony D got arrested here tonight, yep. folks. Crazy times. That was NXT. Uh, thanks for listening, people. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate you, uh, whether you stayed up late, stayed up early, woke up early, whatever it is, whatever time it is. Thank you for listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a nice little review there. Uh, tell the tell the world that you like up next. Tell your friends to listen to Poison Rana. Go check us out, poisonrana.ca, for all the links of all the live events for those tickets. The Forbidden Poor come June, our double or nothing watch party. Uh, reminders of all the shows and everything that we do. And follow our socials, Twitter and Instagram, at Pod for all the updates of everything we do. So many podcasts, and we love you for listening and checking us out. We appreciate it. I myself, Brayden Harrington, Twitter, Instagram, at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it, that's all. Take care, goodbye, be safe. And I trusted you, dog. Ahoy! What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.